we're back. We're back, we're back, we're back. Yeah, we're yeah. back, we're back, we're back. Yeah. We're, we're, we're back. Where did we go, girl? <laughs> <laughs> so, we went to, you because know, the Because I followed you to say we're back, and I'm thinking, where we did we go? go? Uh, we went yeah. to the Life life Hotel, yeah. the Lifecation, the Life Daily Living. Life has just been, <laughs> you know, life has just been lifing. Life and has actually, life. It, it actually lifed. Yeah, it probably lifed. I lost the dear one. So we, need, we needed to take some time off. For those of our listeners who are also um, friends, they know that I lost my dear, dear nan who raised me and who's very special to me. So that kind of took a toll on me. And um, Mr. Lutiad, you know, yeah, the, the, I, I, the choice I, I, to either record without me, but she chose not to. So, no. No, no. We're in this so, yeah. together. We're in this together. Absolutely. So it's it's um yeah. But we are back. Ekuleo. Ekabo. Welcome back. <laughs> it's so nice to be back. It's nice to be recording again. Yeah, it, it definitely is. I know we've been sort of a bit up and down. Someone actually said, "What's happening with the podcast?" I said, "Don't worry." Yeah. Me, someone asked me too. Someone asked I'll, me and said, like, so It was very nice to know that people actually knew our schedule mm-hmm. and were actually wondering uh, what happened. So thank yeah. you. We thank you so much, guys. That. Um, someone messaged me and said, ah, "I haven't. Yeah. You guys haven't dropped a new episode in a while." I was yeah. like, "Don't worry, it's coming. Thank Just give us time like, to kind apologies. of like, yeah, to recoup." So, Ndo. Uh, yeah. Emma Binu, we are sorry. Mario, Dalu, Dalu, sorry, is it? Is it Dalu? Thank you. I don't know. Sorry, Emma Binu, sorry. Yes. Before I say the wrong thing, but yeah, we're. Make sure I know Vex, yeah. Yes, my brothers and my sisters, make sure I know Vex. We love you, Nadeli. Thank you. Daily, and we are back. Yes, we are back, and today we're kind of talking about different things but they're all sort of centered around the same thing mm. before we even go a bit a bit into that how was your week good yeah um back to school back to school oh round. yeah that's true yeah. mommy's daddy's up the back to school is not um taking a toll on you guys too much uh, did you guys beat them fair with them and then shut the door and go back inside and party <laughs> did you? Uh-huh. What, <laughs> what did you? We didn't even wait until the door. So I was like, bye. This bye. <laughs> well, like, I mean, but it, it's it's so funny because for me, it's always like during the summer school holidays, you kind mm. of get fed up of somebody just constantly eating all the food, that constantly hungry. Yeah, there is a and small then, well in their stomach that collects the food. Yeah, exactly. And then you sort of you're excited and looking forward to school. Yeah. And then they go to school and you don't realize, oh my gosh, I have to sort of wake up early again. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it's summer holidays, I can roll out of bed when I'm working from home at 8 30, mm-hmm. 45. If I decide not to shower and say, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm having the extra line. But on a school run day, you're just like, oh more, I have to, to seven ish. And then you have to now like during the day when especially when in the moments when you're you're sort of getting on with a task. And that is mm. the, the task is making sense, and then they like break right through that, and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to go to, do school pick up, I'll be pick up. So it's always that mm. having to then come back and resettle your brain again to continue working to the end of the day. It's just, yeah. Then you realize it's oh a my constant God. go 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 when school is on. Absolutely, you are constantly going. Yeah, especially when you have kids that are still. You know, with the age of school drop-offs and pickups yeah, and things exactly. like that, I'm sure you can't wait. You're counting down to when he's gonna start going to school by himself, coming back by himself. Yeah, well, you just, I, I, you just have to call on the phone and be like, "Are you? Have you left yeah, school? Yeah, yeah share, share your location or you know, something yeah, like that." That's what everyone says. That's what everyone says. But anyway, we shall wait till then. Yeah, I think I'm probably more looking forward to the time when he can stay home by himself. And I can, mm. uh, I can, no, we're not party like overnight party. Yeah, just you know, go out, yeah. Go out during the day. Yeah. Exactly. Or even if I'm even just rushing to the supermarket, I'm not first of all waiting to, for somebody to wear shoes. It's true. Even if it's I can go. So yeah. yeah, I'm probably looking forward to that more than even just the other bit. The school one, yeah. Okay, good to hear. Interesting. Good to hear. Yeah. How about you? What's happening? Mm, it's been all right. I um, it was my birthday. I'm sure you guys saw the post. Yay! Mm-hmm. It was my birthday like a few weeks ago, but yeah. 
Don't what's know, it, what, was, oh, it was just last, last weekend. It was last weekend. That's right. just a few weeks. Yes, <laughs> it was it last. Is. It was last weekend. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a year older now. Don't come and ask me how old I am. It's not your concern. <laughs> it's not, it's not concern anyone. I, I, I thought you were very happy to share your age because you don't look your age. Thank you. <laughs> they say I don't look my, well, a few people have said that, so I'm I'm, I'm happy. I, I don't want to look my age for as long as possible. Because when it starts to look your age, you look your age. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's just be enjoying this time right now. So thank you guys for all of you that you know, yeah. like the post and wished me happy birthday. Thanks, guys. Apart from thank that, you. the week was all right. I was, you know, went to work as usual. We had a six week um, work from home thing over the summer at my place of work. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, which meant that we didn't have to physically go into the office. Yeah. We could work, like, you know, I, could want to, I wanted to see my family. I could go and see my family in the UK and work mm-hmm. from anywhere there. So it was yeah. it was really convenient. But That's everybody nice. turned back to work um, September. So we've been back doing our I, office I to, runs. I should find somebody that can make those kind of decisions in my office to go and tell. Because it's now that you mentioned it, I remember that you told me this before. Yeah, I, I did. I did. So I am going to, in fact, somebody has come to mind. I need to remind myself to remember to, to mess remember with that to, person. Yeah. And have this discussion again. against next year. Against next year. Because as you are deciding the policy for next year, can you decide this one too? Yeah, so I that down on it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because most of the time it's empty anyway. But if people know, they can literally continue working anywhere without the pressure of having yes. to come into the office. Yeah. It would make yeah. up. Trust me, I'm one of Lots those. Lots of difference, yes. We'll just go somewhere for that six-week holiday, somewhere that you can be playing with his cousins and Emiya can be yeah. working. They even okay. added uh, about 20 days from anywhere that is permissible. Lots 20 days? Yeah, yeah 20 said, days from, yeah, 20 days from anywhere permissible. International, yeah. 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 Anywhere on the list, so... Nice. I'm still deciding where to take 20 days, days to... Gosh, as is 10 days, they need a yeah. uh, wow. Okay, interesting. Very, That's very. Right. So, yeah. Anyway. And so now we are back onto today's topic. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, saw something on social media, and honestly, it I won't lie, it rubbed me the wrong way back or back on somehow, somehow. Did so it? there's this there's this viral um video that went that sort of has gone round about yeah. some guy. Um, and I'll be, I'm, I'm going to be calling the races. So a white guy who's dating, I think she's either mixed or she's either Latina. She was, she didn't look yeah. black, black. But no, I think she didn't look black. No. She, she's definitely one of the minor ethnic background folks, yes. you know. But she wasn't black. But anyway, this guy um, got interviewed by, you know, one of these social media people that would just go and be asking questions on the streets to random mm-hmm. couples, people, those kind of things. And then this guy asked, you know, like, how much was the ring that he bought for his wife? And the guy said he spent $35K. I mean, we all know that it's huge money. The guy didn't actually say 35K. What he actually said was, I bought her a three-carat diamond ring. You can, you can find out how much, yeah. find out how much that kind of goes around. So, obviously, yeah. they've come back to say it goes around 35K, approximately. Mm-hmm. And then the guy then said, you know, um well like you spend 35k and then goes and asks the wife so what do you do in return i was like what kind of disrespectful somebody is this but what i love mm. Mm. is the fact that the husband was like i think i should be the one answering that so question that, yeah. and he said you know he sort of he went from when he said his wife was worth it and that the, in terms of value, she's the mother of his kids. She does this. She stay at, you know, she's loyal. She's like he. She, he went. He was so proud of his wife. Like the woman would just kept looking at him with like wow, yeah. like all of this because you can tell she was taken aback by that kind of question, you know. And it brings me to we have a black interviewer, male mm-hmm. adult, asking questions like a kid. And I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it. I'm not here to play today. We're not doing nicey nicey today. And this guy, I'm like, number one, so rude. It's not up to you to decide to ask what, that kind of, yeah. If, yeah. Even if you wanted to be nosy and ask how much the ring costs, okay, you asked, they yeah. obliged you with a response. They didn't have to, but they obliged but you to with a response. the wife what she brings to the, like, exactly. Like, almost like he's saying to her, what have you done or what are you doing yeah. to deserve that ring? To deserve that. And I, I'm just like, 
whoa this is yeah. this is horrible this this is absolutely horrible and you know, you know yeah this, go on yeah like this happens way too way too too much way too much and where you have especially and unfortunately uh black men and you see a lot of these now on social media everything sort of become transactional yeah it's always yeah. like you know like they don't feel you deserve especially to i'm a black woman so i'm gonna say i feel it is especially to fellow black women you yeah. have a lot of comments about oh like you know what do you, you do you deserve it like why are you with someone if you think they don't deserve that kind of thing oh. like what's the point how can Tell you be with somebody a and stupid you... question yeah honestly and i'm like it's really a reflection of his character and his thinking yeah, absolutely. And he, yes. because yes. he clearly doesn't see I mean I'm not saying that everybody can afford to pay 35k ring or that even if any, every woman wants it I know if you if you want to yeah. buy 35k ring I would say you can even spare 5k give me 30k I get see where I want to use money do. like yeah. you know, uh, but the fact that if that guy decides mm. this is what i want to use my money for because it is a small measure of me showing how much i value D- and this person yeah. it's not your place to question if you if you are questioning because you are broke okay maybe that's a bit harsh if you are questioning because <laughs> you feel like it's too much for you yeah then do what is within your own pockets right correct do what, yes. what is within your own pocket so but you know there is this thing called pocket watching where people, people, people watch other people's pockets. Ah, uh, pockets watching now. So it's like, um, you 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 carry a bag that is say supposed to be like ten grand. You know that is what mm. people know the bag cost. They'll not be watching a pocket whether you can actually afford it. Well, that's what it's called pocket watching. Can this person afford this bag that they are buying? As if it's their business. Do you know mm. what I, somebody gave me? Mm-hmm. I used credit card. Do you know maybe I was carrying the fake. Why are you watching my finances, whether I can afford it or not? Absolutely. That is pocket Absolutely. watching. So that's what this guy is. That, that's what some of the people do. You'll be helping somebody to to decide how they spend their money and what they should spend it on. And if that thing they spend it on is, is valuable. I always say to some people, like, if somebody wants to buy a designer bag, for instance. I'm not, I'm not a big on designers. It's not anything. Whether I can afford it or not is a different situation. I'm not big on designers. I'd rather carry a nice leather bag that doesn't have any name. But I don't knock the people that are into it. Yeah. It's what they want to carry is their business. I'm now not going to see them and make make assumptions or say things about whether they should be spending their money on that bag. Because this is all this guy literally was trying to say to that guy, pay ah, 35k on top ring for this one. Waiting the woman they give you. Exactly. It's not that like, I'm uh-huh. And it's probably it's probably looked at the woman, probably sized her up, and to him, he probably yeah. thought she she didn't deserve it. Yeah. Maybe, I don't. I'm a man. I'm like, it's none of your business. That is not your business, bro. Yeah, it's not. And it's, I wish sometimes that you know, you know, sometimes when people ask you questions, um, it might meet you at a place where you don't necessarily you have an answer, but because of the uh-huh. shock, like the thing you're about, because of the show you don't yeah. have the right answer and then it's later you'll be thinking ah I answer this guy like this yeah. or something like that because as a woman women are like the full circle yeah we have the the power to create to nurture to transform we do so much we bring we so, so much value. you know yeah it's, it's just really <sighs> Sorry, I think unfortunately I think yeah, I, yeah, keep going, keep, yeah, yeah, go, so go, go, go. Yeah. yeah, the audio seems to be overlapping. Apologies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, honestly, and 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 it's so I think what upsets me the most is when you see sort of these examples and these mm. things happening. It yeah. is unfortunately probably ninety, and that's me being generous, ninety percent of the time it comes from our black brothers. And it makes me go, yeah. what exactly is the problem in our community with money and women and the approach and sort of how we this reminds me go remember we had a, like a few episodes ago where we talked about when women 
cannot be themselves financially they cannot be financially mm. open yeah. or financially or be or openly chase a career because mm-hmm. of what people will say and you know and now they and how their spouses might might or might not treat them things like that this brings it back again and having this discussion reminds me of I'm mean, you saw it as well the Tyler Perry thing mm-hmm. where, oh. where yeah where Tyler Perry said that uh, especially black sisters even he acknowledged that he could get in trouble for this but it's good to say it anyway mm-hmm. and the fact that he said he could get in trouble for it shows me that he knows that what he's saying is is you know is a bit short on on reasoning or whatever he said that oh black women um tend to make more money maybe in america i don't know tend to make more money than men right now mm. um and that they should be able to settle with a man even if all he can do is pay the light bill mm. now mm-hmm. i don't have a problem with a man earning less yeah than the the than his wife but the problem that i have with this kind of statements is almost like it can be misconstrued to mean take a man that can give you the bare minimum. Yeah. A man, as long as as long as he loves you, the bare minimum. He doesn't have to do anything else apart from paying the light bills. That's all. He doesn't have to strive for more. I can understand if you get together with a man who doesn't have as much as you have, but he's trying his best to do better and he's doing yeah. things, you know, making little efforts here and there to excel in his own field and do things not just oh yeah my wife has money it's fine i might as well just keep doing my job whatever job it is i'm doing i'm doing the bare minimum and this is the problem yeah even in man woman relationship where in any relationship where the man is the high earner and the woman doesn't really contribute much this is what they call when you say, when you Wait, when you when you we should clarify that when we say doesn't contribute too much, you're referring financially. Financially, it yes. doesn't mean she's not contributing. Yes. She's no, no, I mean financially. Mm-hmm. Some yes, yeah. I mean okay. So fi- all of this is financial. I'm talking from a financial perspective, mm-hmm. where the, the man is a sole breadwinner. He provides mm-hmm. everything, and the woman doesn't do much. Mm-hmm. It's only when that man is absolutely stinkingly rich, the kind of riches that. Poverty, we enter and be like, hey, I remember. No space there. There's no space here. No space there. That kind of wealth. But for people that are just like nine to five, as working at it, it gets to a point where some kind of irritation starts mm. to set in. You start to look at that, your spouse, like, ah, you can't you even help. Mm. And that's where disrespect starts to come in. I'm not saying everything must be 50 50 or whatever. But I think it is respectful for people to pull their weight to the capacity that they can yeah at that point not yeah. to be saying so we're doing the bare minimum if you're doing the bare minimum you're showing your spouse that i don't care if you're stressed out or not because whether we like it or not when you when you pull your weight equally mm-hmm. or almost equally in a marriage or in a relationship it means that in in and Pulling your weight equally now, I don't mean just financially. I mean in all capacity. Whether whether it be helping children get ready, helping your spouse in the kitchen cook, helping mm-hmm. them take the bean out, you know, helping them to clean. If you both pull equal weights, you will find that everyone is half uh, less tired. Yeah. There will no, nobody will burn out because both of you are yeah. helping each other. You have yeah. capacity and time and you'll do things quicker. Yeah. Because you're joining forces. You do things quicker. It's like if let me give an a po- very popular example or whatever. You're trying to buy a house, for instance, but only one person is saving money to buy the house. You're more likely going to take longer to put that deposit together. Yeah. Compared yeah. to if two people were putting in the pot, even if one person was putting a 60% another person 40 or one person putting 75 another person putting 25 yeah you are going to make, get that money together quicker than if one person was doing it and that's the same thing yeah pulling your weight like in as much as you can in the relationship yeah. is very important yeah I, and I, that I, makes every 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 person in the relationship valuable absolutely so it's not it's not it's not a case of oh one person has to prove their value for something. A woman that is giving you a, a life, taking your name, mm-hmm. uh, uh, is she's giving you her entire life, dropping her parents' name, taking taking your name, 
She's going to bring children. These are things you cannot do yourself. Mm-hmm. She's going to bring children. Yeah, to continue. Your, she's going to bring children into the world that will carry your name, carry your genes, and carry on your lineage. And you're still asking what value. And I'm not saying that that's the end of the women's value to bring children, but that's one of the things that mm-hmm. women do. It's just really... Anyway, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely is and I, and I think you know before people come and start trying to quote that uh, what if it was the other way around I think you'll find that what happens where you have the woman who is the breadwinner now bear in mind it's not the natural order of things yeah. let's just let's just call it speed is speed whether you are your Christian belief or non-Christian belief culturally you know it's it's different but yes we understand yeah. that the generation that we're in is very different so you can't have the woman who you know is maybe earning more yeah. but i think when you start to have these conversations that you know some people will start to say oh when the woman is any more then she, she grows wings she does blah 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 but a lot of it is we're saying that because she's the woman number one Mm. right so what's when a guy earns money and is doing well and is uh, you know um you know bringing in the bread he's this there is a pride that he has there's a sense of pride there's confidence there's something that all of that brings to his ego but yeah. when the woman is doing it then she's too proud she's too this but actually it's just a natural thing that happens in the brain <laughs> when you're the one who is doing this and it's not necessarily to put anyone down but I think where you have the challenge when it comes to the opposite sex is when the man is the one doing all the sort of the main breadwinner, the woman is supporting financially, she's doing all these yeah. other things, taking care of the home, home management, taxi driver, dry cleaner, all these other tasks that if you were paying individually cost quite a bit of money if you go and mm-hmm. pay research. But what you find is on the flip side, the woman who is working is still the one who is going to come back and do those in things. most cases in at least 99.9 of those cases and come back and still be expected to do those things so the, yeah. the frustration comes when you're like okay so i get that we're in a season or maybe that's just how our household is where well, i'm because of maybe by luck of the type of role career that i'm in i would always earn more but then the other side is what's the guy doing to support <laughs> nobody's because because we've all attributed home management to being a woman's job duty yeah Absolutely. So you expect that whether she's going to end that income or not, she must come home and to do it. Rather than you, like you said, if both parties are actually inputting and understanding that, look, this is a partnership. Like mm-hmm. we have our strengths, we have our weaknesses. So let's call having the ability to earn a higher income, you know, our that person's strength. Then yes, by all means walk to that person's strength it's foolish for you to expect that they're going to be weak in any way shape or form you know or try to dumb them down simply mm-hmm. because you have you know yes they are the weaker vessel because it's a fact women we're not as strong as men that's, that's just the way it is that's okay it's physically we know we're not physically exactly yeah emotionally that's a different question because i think we can yeah. take more than a lot of yeah. guys but you know we have to understand that whatever side of the coin that you fall whether the woman is the one that is a higher earner or the guy is the one who has the capability to earn higher is to understand that whoever doesn't there's still something that you're bringing to the table absolutely that yeah. balances this thing out hmm. and i think this is where we forget because not everybody likes to talk about the man being the breadwinner and sort of what looks like the typical natural order of things culturally spiritually and the whole nine yards but we forget that when because of the way the world is in the moment um and we have these moments where the woman potentially is the higher earner you know which mm-hmm. is you know she's blessed to have been in that position not yeah. many women actually mm-hmm. can say that true but if she's in that position it's understanding that you both are still having to work together the bible tells us at least i hold on to this one which is what one thousand but two people two to ten thousand yeah, yes so you can imagine mm-hmm. it's not like drop your egos men and women whoever is having the ego drop your egos and understand that look this is our family business if we work together mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who is doing the child run you can plan it that somebody can do morning somebody can do afternoon like do what works for you but you see we are in this social media world that we have people like that on I'm sorry, I'm I, about I, what, what, I, what did the woman do to deserve 35,000 I came vexed to this <laughs> but it's like honestly like 
you come and then it, to me it just says but this is a quite a, a big problem that is starting to happen it's because we're having we're, we're having a, a a generation of young men in their maybe 20s 30s and unfortunately 40s 50s who are reverting their mind because they feel like the younger ones are having it easier you know and you're having people who don't see value in what someone else is bringing because they feel like it's not financial it's not something that they can use their hand to count in the bank forgetting that to everything there's a value attached and so to me it tells me that we just don't seem to understand value in anything except it's monetary except it's his money and he has attached some zeros in my account and that's the only time when I feel or see that I have value personally and the value in others because really it is how you, it's what you are on this side that you are seeing from yes that's, that's just true. you know I, I, as we we're talking i was thinking about something you said earlier about um when we talk, when we started talking about this and we're talking about the question are you saying what gave that um guy the right to ask and the fact that the husband said that you know that she be the one to answer this question mm. it brings me back to something the, that guy was able to stand up for his wife like that because mm. he appreciates and he knows the woman he's mm-hmm. married he has he's married to yeah he knows her well yeah and that brings me back to something that you talked about mm. love at first sight mm. so if it was is it even possible to love someone at first sight without really knowing them because he was able to respond to that because he knows his wife uh, and yeah. he knows who she is he knows that daily daily denu denu Mm. and things like that inside, inside. to a good extent yeah. to an extent he knows her well to an extent he was able to stand up for her and answer that question yeah. but love at first sight and married at first sight hmm. I know these two things are TV shows but yeah. these things are, are things that can happen in real life and married at Absolutely. first sight is actually a real life thing yeah can you do you think you can love someone at first sight but I, I also want to know, know what is first sight so I'll just see you like this I'll be like bam ah I love this person <laughs> or is first does first sight have like an in-depth uh, in-depth definition of maybe alright so you see them and then you get to know them and then you say okay mm. I liked him or her from the first time because mm. how can you just see someone bam and be in love so I don't think it's actually just a see someone and bam mm. i think that's more lost <laughs> we're lost we have lost lost at first sight i think because that's i don't that. understand but i think there is a, a possibility if you're open yeah right i think there's an element of you being open to the chance of this happening in the first place to love someone at first sight love is a strong word though. it is a strong word but okay i would say that if so you you see someone you know mm. you can have that i mean not you, you can't it usually starts with a spa but if you are opportuned to spend like the first few hours with this person i think genuinely you can start to fall in love with the person whether that love is ripe or, or he's got to the point because you know love is continuous but i think this should can be like is love just like somebody I, you can actually love somebody i know i love love and you know i think you can but i i think you have to be is one of those things that you have to be open to if you're typically cynic and i don't mean anybody but if you're typically cynic about love about these kind of things i don't think it will actually ever happen to you because you're you won't be in that sort of mindset that there's a potential of that happening yeah you tell me your thoughts. Well, so Mio, I don't think that. Um, hey, okay, love at first sight. I'm not sure if I can just love someone based on having a, a, a conversation, a few, spending a few hours. I might really, really like them, but uh-huh. because because the way I see love, ah, I feel like love is is something that when you feel it. You you can't. I don't know how to explain it. That's how I see love. Is just that kind of unexplainable feeling that you just that person is just yeah. ve- just the thought of that person 
makes you happy. Joy. You don't want yeah. them to be sad because their their yeah. tears is like your tears and everything. How can yeah. I develop that for someone in four hours or three hours or two hours? I, 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 in in the short answer, I would say go and watch Love at First Sight on Netflix. <sighs> And you will actually see how this is possible. And I think, and I genuinely... I feel like you can like them and then the love will come. And then you can now say, oh, I, I like them. You, you can now take it back and be like, oh, I loved him from the first time. But you technically did not love him at that first sight. In literal I, terms. I, I, I think love... I think when we say love, we're not... Let's be mindful that love grows. So I would say you start to see the shoots of, of love. And, I, and I'll say love because you, you there's lots of people that you can sort of have that like effect as soon as you sort of spend a few hours with them. Or you might even just see someone and you like, I just, I just like you. Yeah. Right? But I think there's there's something about... I know people like to say fate. I'm not really a fate kind of person, but I do believe God orders our steps. Mm. And But I, I for me, I think... When I think about love, I think there's an openness to experiencing it, however it's meant to be. For some people, I don't think yeah. it's going to be a Jim Jim, yeah. love at first type type of scenario. I think for most people, it probably isn't. I think the world is too cynic to be able to experience love like that, like, which I think love is supposed to be as simple as the sort of like as, as I don't, a type yeah. of creation. I think it was supposed to be something that was quite easy. It's not something that's supposed to be discovered that we have to be doing research proposal and then yeah. uh, thesis to be able to understand and say, okay, finally I've reached here. I've reached the, the conclusion of my thesis is that I now love you. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't, I don't doubt the fact that love should be easy. I just, I just, maybe I'm just one of those people that feel like I need to, it has to grow. I can't just see you one day and be like, ah, I love it. Because maybe because love, what love means to me, I don't think I can see you in that short space of time and be able to tell because of how, how, how I see love and how, how it makes me feel. Yeah. I don't feel like I can see you in a few hours and be able to call that love. I need more time to be yeah. able to actually say, oh, okay, this is actually love that I feel for this person. Yeah. Instead of just this, that, that's just just my own opinion. That's the way yeah. I see it. No, and and I completely um, understand. And I and I think that even though yes, I do believe that love at first sight is very very possible. I'm not going to sit here and say that you know it's you know that's typical me behavior as well. And I think mm. you said something key that is you know it's how you see love yeah and i think that's the lens that typically happens like we 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 go through the lens of love that we have individually yeah. and so i think for instance maybe those who were born into say a family that mm -hmm. were very together very lovely dovey mm -hmm. they will probably fall in love a lot quicker than someone who didn't experience that kind of love who came from Possibly, a place of yes. a lot you know, a lot of sort of emotional pain, rejection, abandonment, and all those kind of things, which unfortunately a huge majority of the adult population has been through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and so I would, um, I would say that a, a lot of the reasons why we might struggle with the concept of love at first sight is because of our personal experiences. Like our personal experiences have affected us so much that it sort of tainted the lens of love that we probably should have from the onset. Because, you know, you like the way I see love at first sight, eh? and this is going to be a very funny, mm. funny way to maybe approach yeah. it. I think about it, what comes to mind, and apologies mm. to those who maybe um, may not have experienced this. I do not mean to offend, it's just a personal way to that i see this i think of when i had my son and you know is that first i know you say child but that's no, what i said i'll let you finish like, and then i will take something i'll say something else ah, yeah, yeah, finish. Then, you know and i i look at it as I, I i see this young boy and the sort of the pain and the past and all of that didn't matter and there was you know, it's you know, you were saying that you couldn't describe. It's it's very hard to describe 
love. Apart from obviously <laughs> our first Corinthians starting that helps yeah. a lot. But, but this one about your song. Yeah. I, I like to say again, you've had nine months to feel the kicks, the breath, the yeah, the heartbeat, and all of those things. You've had nine months to prepare yourself for the arrival of that little boy. By the time it comes, your heart is already full from the nine months of preparing. Not necessarily. So you'll be pregnant and not not be loving the something that the human being that you're carrying inside of you. See, you've had is, time. This is this is why no, this is the part why I and that's why I was saying that if you heard the part when I said makes you forget the pain and sort of whatever happened previous to that, which included the event up to the pregnancy. I guess, as I said, this is a very personal experience. It's not something that would probably apply to most people. But well, yes, I still think that because you've carried that child within you. Have you not heard something. of Have you not heard of mothers who actually struggle to love their children? No, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard of it many times. Yeah, but I'm so saying that for those what, who do, that is also something to consider. That you've had no, nine months to prepare yourself. No, you can't tell me that in that nine months, you mm-hmm. did not have any feeling for the for the uh, features I've, in your I've, in your soul. Again, again, listen to the words I use. I'm not talking about that I didn't feel. I'm talking about the pain that occurred during the process without trying to say with too many words. So yes, I was grateful and hopeful and thankful. But there was a lot of questions about where I was emotionally throughout my pregnancy journey. Okay. So, and that's why I said listen to the words because I said that you made me forget the pain. I didn't really... Pregnancy for me, personally, and again, my personal experience, was I knew I was carrying a child, a child that I'd, been, that I'd prayed for, people had prayed for that because, you know, we, we waited. Not that we waited for the child, but we're waiting, we're trying to have a kid. And that's the right word. And, you know, there was a whole lot of stuff that happened. And the pregnancy just felt like... I'm, it was more a, a gratitude thing like finally it's here yeah. but I there were circumstances that I didn't I mean it was so bad I didn't even I didn't go for any antenatal I didn't go I, I was just I just went for the key appointments that told me the baby was doing fine everyone was doing fine at a point you know they had to be asking me if they needed to you know do any investigation is everything okay in the house not that kind of mental sort mm. of state so you know was i loving the kid i don't think i exactly knew what that was for me personally i didn't feel that until the child was given to me and for me it became a it was worth it oh i suppose it takes us back to individual experiences everyone will experience love in a different way absolutely um but I, i just still feel like time time always makes a difference the same way you know time can help you heal in a in a broken thing it might take a while but with time it might not fully heal but things will change i'm i'm a very big believer in time makes a difference in situation and circumstances and things like that so i i still believe that i can know if it's love with time but not immediately so let's just say Miss Oluti says that love at first sight what possible and Miss B says Amy will be in other words I do not think so let me let me bring another angle mm-hmm. yeah how long did it take Jesus to love you <laughs> to love that, that's why I'm not Jesus now <laughs> I wish you to say that that's why I'm not Jesus you cannot be using heavenly <laughs> things to, to compare earthly things now. Ordinary mortar like me. Ordinary mortar. You want me to be asking me how long Jesus? Still has entered the world. Things have changed. Let's go back. Did it take Adam long to love Eve? No. He loved Eve at first sight. But that was before sin entered the world. Whether we like it or not, sin has entered the world. So, you cannot be too sure. 
seen as is the cause of the fact that it came to break the that do you, do you not, yeah do you not see that eh cynic and sin I don't, I don't start matters cynic and sin but, but it's true ah uh, this sin has entered the world so it has come to come come on uh-uh. even when even did did did, did uh, god not tell the serpent that the woman's offspring Oh mama, buy no ring, buy no ring, because he loves more. Uh, oh so we just, so we are not Jesus. We cannot, we and don't use Jesus. Ah, uh, no copy of Jesus. Just remind me. Yeah, try Jesus, don't try me. <laughs> ah, exactly. I, because Jesus does not vex, but maybe as, as a person, don't don't try me. So on a, on a, on a, on a serious note, yeah. we cannot. That is not a, a, a comparison that can work for anybody. No, no, no. I know, I know you yeah. can. I just wanted. I was just trying to look for your trouble. Yeah, but yeah, but ah, but me, I shall know that. Shall we? Yeah, I need time yeah. to love. You know, I need time to love. Yeah. Which, which brings me back to the point you made about some women struggling to love their newborns. Yeah. And with time, the love will develop. So mm-hmm. that's why again, with time. But this time brings me back to that other one. Can you marry at first sight? If you can love at first sight, you should be able to marry at first sight now. Uh-uh. I mean, because you can marry, you can love at first sight. Yeah, I can love at first sight, but marriage is a different yeah. ball game, oh. auntie. Why? If you love that person, what, what, that means you, you can trust what? them. So you can, you love them, but you don't trust them to oh, spend of your life with. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> let me, let me, let me. You see, this is where personal experience is a serious matter. Mm. I think I think if if I had not been married before, mm. I think it's a 50-50 chance that you marry at first sight. Yeah, I, I mean, bear, bear in mind when mm. I was married, we only courted for like six months. Yeah, you said this before, and I, and so I, you know, is, I, I, so, I know. So I guess to some extent, there's a 50-50 chance that you can marry at first sight. That I could probably marry at first sight. Well, if I think about the beginning of the show, yeah, I mean, with the the beginning of the show, they would have been talking, right? I don't, I can't remember the how they do the show, but no, they, 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 with mine at first sight, that they time. they match them. They don't talk. It's the but, the producers and whatever right. that match them. So the first time they see each other or speak to each other it's is on the wedding, wedding day. Ah. Yes. Okay, but somebody did because I was I was thinking I was like there must have been some matchmaking like the Indian woman uh, Indian matchmaking on Netflix that's another fantastic one you people but on, on a chill day that you don't want anything to task your brain go and watch that one I was very fascinated excuse me I was very I was really very fascinated with sort of how matchmaking works in India and you know mm. the fact that I guess because this show is not looking at it from just the traditional sort of based Indian folks, but also those who are in the diaspora and how they probably got, they got to, not probably, but they got to a point where they got tired of dating and trying to do it themselves and gave in to matchmaking service. And I watched that thing and I was like, honestly, I don't blame them because it is work. <laughs> There's somebody go and do work. Somebody go and do the work for me. And, mm. you know, um, but I would say it's a 50-50 chance. I think I'm the kind of person that once I know mm. and I'm convinced beyond doubt, mm. I'm like, what's the point? You're good like, to go. I'm good to go. You're better than because, me. That, because I'm not, I, I don't have the intention or mindset that it's it's going to end. Like, this is it. So if I'm the, I'm the, I might take some time to get there. Sometimes the thing is, yeah. me is very. Sometimes I'm there straight away. Sometimes I'm not. Mm-hmm. When I'm not there, it takes probably longer than usual. But when I'm there, it's also quicker than usual. So mm. I'm sort of like two extremes. Okay. In some I think way. me, I'm, I'm, I'm too. I can be too logical for my own good. Mm. Sometimes. Um, and sometimes it's good. Sometimes not so good. Yeah. To be too, to be too logical because. It now makes you appear to people like you're looking for the loopholes, you're looking mm. for the problems in every situation. Mm. But I'm a big question asker, if that is the word. <laughs> I will ask questions because I like to seek clarity. Mm. When you say A, do you mean A 
on Jimmy A plus on the top apostrophe A or A star or just A by itself or A minus or minus A. Is it A Google you are saying? I like to see clarity. If somebody tells me that, and again, I guess learning from I mean some total of all of my life's experiences. Yeah. And sometimes as I get older now, the way I see things and the way I speak has differed a lot, differs a lot from when I was younger. Yeah. Now, when I when I was younger, I've taken steps, you know, I've married that's a story for another day. When I when I first got married at 25, I can almost say that I married a stranger. Mm. And that's why I think we should have a topic called loving the stranger because mm. when we all get married as much as you think you know this person is a different are still a stranger to you once yeah. you marry and get into the same house yeah yeah that's still a stranger to you so for me but this person was not totally a stranger I'm just saying that you know yeah, no, dis- you uh, long yeah. distance and then yeah. eventually you just married and quickly but the question is I cannot marry um, at first sight I personally cannot mm. marry at first sight mm. and that's not because I'm, I'm thinking that if I marry now if I marry that person on that day things will not work or anything mm-hmm. it's just because I thrive better mm-hmm. when I logically start things or when I know what I'm getting into or know mm-hmm. what I'm doing that yeah. is how I thrive I like to okay so this is what we're doing how are we doing it Mm-hmm. Do we have any contingency plans? And I'm not saying that contingency plans in the line of it to break or anything. I'm just saying generally in life, I'm, I can be quite logical in my in the things that I do. So mm-hmm. I, the same thing applies to me to relationships. When I meet, when I make friends and things like that, and we start to talk about you know life and everything like that, I'm the kind of person out that. So what are you going to? If you t- if you tell me something about yourself, I'll ask you. Have you, have you thought about this? Or that, or have you decided? Do you, do you think if you ask this question, or if you have this kind of thing, that's just an idea why I'm so. This is the same. In the same breath, I would not marry at first sight because I would have mm. too many questions. Yeah. I cannot be asking you what's your best food after you're my husband. <laughs> I cannot be asking you. So are you AA or A plus in your mm-hmm. in your blood group? I can't be asking. Are you? So there are too many many things that will not be that will not let me marry mm-hmm. at first sight. But for those that are doing it, could also mm. they do not give you. Muzzle, because Progress. ah, the Lord, the Lord be your muzzle because me, I cannot marry at first sight. But yeah, it's just it is what it is. People don't gonna be asking it someone. Don't gonna be asking people. Let's go back to the beginning. Don't gonna be asking people how their wives or husbands deserve something. It's such a it's such a concern. Yeah, yeah. Respect, respect that. And you know, no one is saying that you have to, you know, be as extravagant. You can be extravagant in your own way. Extravagance to me could be a hundred pounds. Yeah. It really depends. Like for instance, maybe extravagance on food might not mean a lot to me, but you see extravagance on shoe. Ooh. Uh-huh. You like your shoes, we know. I like, I like my shoes. Very nice shoes. So, and we all have the thing, like someone's own might be, they like some really unique decor that you know going to cost you so much. We all have sort of areas of our lives that is probably where we're willing to be extravagant in. But in terms of, you know, yeah. how people make their decisions, it's not mm-hmm. really your business. And it's not really for you to compare yourself and put yourself into so much pressure and stress. Because I think what's yeah. happened with social media is it's now brought on this stress to our men for some reason especially our black men i don't know why yeah i don't understand sort of the correlation of all of this sort of pressure and why we're seeing it more i mean the pressure that black women are facing is quite different but compared to what the sort of every ethnic group seems to have their own pressure that they're all facing that is yeah. sort of good to them but I worry why so much in our black men fold. Why is this issue or, or topic of money such a bother that, you know, when they see someone spending so much, it's like you even almost sort of respect them higher. Like you are, give them so much accolade, accolade. I think, it's, the, like, I think it's poverty mentality, Jerry. I mean, I, I did see a comment that someone said, you know, 
they need to break out of a poverty mindset because that's yeah before that's we even, yeah before, before we line up let's enter the comment section of this video of that video that we're talking about because yeah sure. i want to, the comment section of the tyler perry one and the comment section of of this guy some of the comments can be disappointing but i like this person the person said I feel like it was his place to inform it was the husband's place to inform mm. what value his woman brings to his life versus her having to justify it mm. the question was disrespectful and he stepped in exactly crazy thing is yeah the crazy thing is somebody else's comment only black men ask this crazy question all mm. other races understand and will do willingly for the person they love the, that question was disrespectful broke mentality that's why he said money is not an issue you see money is an issue in the black community that's why this dumb oh okay yeah keep circling in our community what does it get in return they're trying to say that that's why that question about value keeps uh, circling in our community what does mm-hmm. it get in return we are truly doomed with the men in this generation maybe not be doomed with Jesus thing with the men but you know these are comments so people are actually uh you know, people with negative and, and unhealthy outlooks on relationship ask this kind of questions, which is true, I agree. Yeah, Somebody bought yeah. something for their wife, what's your place to ask what value she brings? You know, it's just really, mind your business. It's, 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 it's almost like you're saying she doesn't deserve it. You're indirectly yeah. saying by asking that question that she doesn't deserve it. Or tell me why she deserves it or something like that. And why, exactly, who are like, you for him to tell you? Exactly. Like, who, who are you to even ask her or him to justify why someone spent X amount yeah. of Like, it, 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 and that's why it says more about the interviewer's person yeah. mm-hmm. than the actual people that actually bought it. I think in the comment section, you see that there's also a lot of conversation. I don't know if this is probably more an American thing. Obviously, Americans are quite vocal with their sort of comments and stuff. I mean, this was actually an, a, an American post, so I would assume that makes sense. But um, a lot of them are talking about it like, oh, it's all financial literacy, something, something, something. And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't think it's financial literacy. Yes, can we all do better mm. with learning something about money, myself included? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But this particular issue, I think it ultimately comes down to what do you value? Yeah. And how do you see, how do you see value? Because mm. that kind of person, probably the more money you have to spend, the more they maybe ask, give you respect or mm. they look at you like you are the don didi of everybody in the whole world rather than actually look beyond the money to actually maybe the character of the person to what that person actually values in life yeah. you know do mm. you have mutual values and i think you have so many people that are just so money centered and mm. they forget about every other aspect that is also important you know and, and I think I wrote how that this man, this man who bought yeah. his wife this $35K ring, he didn't just sort of protect her, you know, from this person, but it was an emotional protection. Yeah, yeah. You know, we don't talk about psychological safety enough. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we have, you know, most times when we think about protection, we only always also again think about physical Mm-hmm. But we don't understand that emotional is probably the one that it, it's it creeps in, right? It sneaks in. Yeah. Because imagine that woman for a moment is thinking, oh my gosh, now you're suddenly make her, making her feel like she yeah. doesn't deserve, deserve it. it. That's yeah. an emotional attack on the person. Yeah. But see, this guy, I mean, kudos to her husband, you know, he, he turned it around mm-hmm. because he realized what was happening quickly. And, I, I and mean, that's I also emotional, emotional intelligence on his part. On his part, you know, realizing yeah. that actually, dude, you're crossing the line. I'm going to answer mm-hmm. this because I'm the one who can tell you yeah. how, because that, I mean, after all, he's the one that bought the ring. So there must have been mm-hmm. something in soft for, for him to have said, you know what, I am willing to spend this amount, this amount of money because yeah. I, I appreciate her. And even if that's the only 35K thing that he bought her, that's nobody's business either. Because who knows, that might literally be the only one. But you see, he understands, was like, he said, if I could do more, I would. But mm-hmm. people are trying to make it be about class and everything, but they missed the message that was trying to... But you know, the funny, yeah, the funny thing also is, um, I don't like how sometimes people attribute value only to things that are expensive. Sometimes mm-hmm. you might have only 5,000 Naira and yeah. you spend 4,000 Naira 
on on your spouse or your yeah. girlfriend or your other half whatever because mm-hmm. they 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 mean that much to you it doesn't have yeah. to be some elaborate amount of money that when yeah, people hear they're like yay enough. it might be in the small enough. things you show the value sm- even in the small things thank you very much and that's the point that i'm really trying to make is it don't equate value as this i'm going to say yoruba babaratin because i like yeah. the way that word just sounds you know it's not it's not it's not this huge thing like for yeah. you to show your appreciation to someone doesn't always i mean it's nice if you can afford it but you can still do nice things within your own money yes. brackets yeah and it doesn't yeah. always have to be about money it could be you just even maybe making dinner Yeah, but just, the, but just money-centered yeah, generation. That's exactly, and, and that's the thing is we've become so money-centered. We don't see any other way to do life or to do mm. to do. And it's, it's not just even in terms of relationship, but life in general. Yeah. I know things are different from like you know when people yeah. were growing up. Like even, even when we were growing up, things are a lot different now. So money is important. Mm. But we shouldn't allow money to supersede mm. everything else. Yeah, that, that means it's a means to an end. Yeah, it's not that means something yet. to us or that brings value. Or we should not allow money to be the center of everything that we do. Making because yeah. I, I know people, yeah, people don't like me. They would not be friends with you except they can look at you and be like, "This person looks like they can. They are all right." They look like you know they can afford Range Rover, designer bags, things like that. <clears throat> they look like they can have plenty of money. They, that's when they, they will, in fact, they will force themselves to be your on friend. Say, yeah, to be your friend because they feel like they can smell money. Mm. And those kind of friendships don't last. They don't go anywhere. No, no, unfortunately. Because the minute they get close to you and they see that okay, maybe things are not as the same or anything, they will fall back. They're forgotten you. Yeah, they will fall back. So people, dear people. We love you. We value you. Mm. We are not be giving you money, but we value you because <laughs> you're less you're listening to the podcast. You're helping us grow. Yeah. And we value all of you. And that is why, you know, your continuous check-ins and listenings make us help us keep going. Yeah. Um thank you so much for for being such amazing um audience. We really really love and appreciate you guys. And um we hope that you've enjoyed this episode as much as we've enjoyed unraveling all these topics and you know in the middle of it just saying and just you know talking about things generally yeah um, just vibing just vibing really so we're still taking you know topics if you guys want anything you want us to talk about if you'd like to be a guest we're still looking for you know people that have like opinions on things to come and share it with us yeah. give us your view of things let's let's share how you know we just don't want to be the only two people talking we have some other guests lined up but we still want to hear from you as well if there's yeah. anything you'd like to share there's something that's tugging at your heartstrings that you feel like you want to talk about um um you, you want us to talk about then not necessarily yourself on the show send us the topic and we'll be very very happy to dive in and do a deep dive and maybe get a guest or someone to come and join us on the topic as well so miss oluti absolutely so just one of the um something that i would like to close with Yeah. And it was something that um after some reflection oh. came to me and I actually put this on my WhatsApp status. And it goes like this. Successful relationships oh. are made up of daily choices mm-hmm. to love one another. Absolutely. And, I think I saw that this know, afternoon. Yeah, it's 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 simply that I think we we forget to that love is a choice. Yeah. Yeah. We forget that we have to constantly choose mm-hmm. our partners. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you don't water it, it's not going to magically grow. Absolutely. And so maybe this is a plea to people who are in relationships and marriages to Monica Daphne. please. <laughs> to think about it and and I think just mm. every day remind yourself to yeah. to choose love. And if you're not in a relationship and that sounds very lovey-dovey, choose love. <laughs> and and if you're not in a relationship, 
that's okay you can still choose to love daily love your neighbors love your family love your friends still choose love daily. love jesus that's also a great idea love yeah. jesus jesus loves you anyway he yeah. loves you already oh over to you well and that's it for today's episode uh, this week's episode guys enjoy Click the like button on Instagram, follow us, share the podcast, and catch you next time. Catch you Toodles. next time. Toodles. Bye. 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 Bye